This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals only. Welcome to a special episode of the Diabetes Knowledge and Practice podcast, bringing you news, views and updates in diabetes care. Today's episode is supported by an educational grant from Eli Lilly, Mark Sharp and Dome Corp and Novo Nordisk AS, who have had no influence on the content. I'm Emma, and this is the first in a series of shorter news flash episodes when we'll be bringing you updates on newly published data and summarising the key takeaways in under five minutes. Today we're drawing your attention to a publication released earlier this month, which is a secondary analysis of the Emperor Reduced trial of the SGLT2 inhibitor empagliflozin, published in the European Heart Journal by Dr. Javid Butler and colleagues on behalf of the Emperor Reduced investigators. So we know that while SGLT2 inhibitors were introduced as drugs to manage type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular outcomes trials in recent years have identified significant protective effects in these patients against outcomes including hospitalisation for heart failure, cardiovascular disease events consisting of cardiovascular mortality, myocardial infarction and stroke, and progression of chronic kidney disease. The Emperor Reduced trial investigated whether empagliflozin would also be protective for people without diabetes. It was a phase 3 trial that investigated empagliflozin compared to placebo on the effects of heart failure outcomes in patients with symptomatic stable heart failure with reduced ejection fraction, with and without diabetes. The results published in 2020 found that heart failure outcomes were improved with empagliflozin, irrespective of whether the participants had diabetes. For the primary outcome, cardiovascular death or hospitalisation for heart failure, there was a hazard ratio of 0.75 favouring empagliflozin, which was mostly driven by a reduction in hospitalisation for heart failure. This secondary analysis was performed to investigate whether the results were affected by baseline health status, measured by the Kansas City Cardiomyopathy Questionnaires, or KCCQ. This is a clinical trial endpoint recognised by the US Food and Drug Administration to quantify health status based on symptom frequency and severity, physical function, quality of life and social function. The investigators wrote, it's important to assess the benefit of novel therapies on clinically relevant endpoints across the spectrum of disease severity. Patients with more advanced disease may or may not respond similarly to those with milder symptoms and functional impairment. With this in mind, the participants were grouped into three pre-specified subgroups according to Turtles of Baseline KCCQ Clinical Summary Score, or CSS, which quantifies physical function and symptoms. The investigators reported that compared with placebo, empagliflozin reduced the primary outcome of cardiovascular death or heart failure hospitalisation regardless of the baseline KCCQ CSS Turtile. There appeared to be a trend in the benefit of empagliflozin on the primary outcome, with an apparent greater benefit for those with a better baseline health status, with the higher, middle and lower tertiles showing a hazard ratio of 0.83, 0.74 and 0.61 respectively, but this was found to not be statistically significant with a p-value of 0.1. The results were also similar when participants were grouped according to KCCQ Total Symptom Score, or TSS, which measures symptom frequency and severity, and the Overall Summary Score, or OSS, which takes account of TSS, physical function, quality of life and social function. A second finding from this study was that all three of these scores were improved by empagliflozin compared to placebo, 
when measured at 3, 8 and 12 months into the study. The investigators also performed responder analyses, which assessed the proportion of participants who had a clinically meaningful change in their KCCQCSS score, quantified as a 5, 10 or 15 point improvement, or a 5 point deterioration. It was found that at three months, participants taking empagliflozin were more likely to have had a 5, 10 or 15 point improvement, with an odds ratio of 1.2, and 1.29 respectively, and less likely to have had a 5 point deterioration, with an odds ratio of 0.75. This effect was mirrored at 8 and 12 months, and a similar effect was seen in the other KCCQ domains. While we can't make direct comparisons, this trial echoes results from the DAPA-HF trial published in 2020, which found that dapagliflozin improved cardiovascular outcomes in participants with heart failure compared with placebo, both with and without diabetes. Similarly, it was also found that outcomes with dapagliflozin were improved across the range of baseline health status measured by the KCCQ. However, the study populations for these trials differed, Emperor Reduced was designed to be enriched for higher risk patients. In conclusion, the authors of the secondary analysis wrote that the findings support a role for SGLT2 inhibitors for treating heart failure with reduced ejection fraction. If you'd like to read more about this analysis, you can find a link to the publication in the episode description. We'll be bringing you more special news episodes throughout this series, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive these as soon as they're released, helping you to stay up to date.